0: You're successful by all the definitions you set for yourself, and yet you find yourself anxious, drained, and even depressed. My guest today, Karen McMullen, will reveal how a human design reading shook her to the core, caused her to question how to use her life force energy, and inspired her to shift gears and speak about what she calls the grand reorganization. Welcome to our show.
1: Welcome to Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast. Off My Duff is all about getting off your backside and finally, making your impact by living your truth. If you are an entrepreneur with a heart to help others, you're in the right place. We chat with guests from seven figures to just starting out because that's how we roll. Off My Duff is the nudge you need to expand your business and slay resistance So, without further ado, I invite you to get off your Duff, and let's get started. Now, here's your host, Duff Gardner.
0: Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to Off My Duff, the entrepreneur podcast. And I am really excited today to have a special friend of mine on the show. Uh, Her name is Karen McMullen, and she comes to us as a channeler and a specialist in human design. Uh, very excited to have welcome Karen. Wel- welcome to the show.
1: Thanks so much for having me. I love being here with you.
0: Oh yeah, I've been very excited to talk to you. We actually spoke about a year ago when you're down in Mexico and you're just on your way back into Canada. You're, you're on your way moving to Ottawa. Um, there's a super interesting story in that that we were talking about offline just in terms of kind of living your truth and following your heart. And I'm really curious about that whole journey for you and what took you there and what's bringing you back.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It is kind of an interesting story. Yeah. Uh, Years ago, about six years ago, I was 10 years into my coaching and speaking and being fabulous on stage and selling programs. I know. Career. (laughs) And I found myself, You know, successful by all the definitions that I had set for myself, and yet I was quite drained and anxious, even depressed, you could say. Although I wouldn't have said it at the time. Right. Stressed. Often waking up in the middle of the night, not sleeping well, and I actually had a Human Design reading, and it really shook me to my core. It landed inside of me so deeply. And one of the core things that I learned from human design is that the the markers of success that I had set for myself were conditioning. And they weren't actually having anything to do with what my true tra- trajectory in life would be if I was just listening to myself. Okay. And the new benchmark of success that I learned according to my human design was how well am i using my life force energy right for the right things and you you spoke about that before when we were just chatting about how energy is going to be the new currency
0: exactly yeah
1: and so i started doing this experiment of just following what my life force energy was naturally guiding me to to say yes to and to stop doing the things that my life force energy was saying no to Right. And it turns out my life force was saying no to almost everything that I had created.
0: that <laughs> you're paying and attention it left... to it, which is great. Yes. Yeah.
1: And I kind of just dove full on into that experiment and ended up dismantling my business as I knew it, the relationship I was in. I moved from Canada to Mexico where I felt, found myself so alive and happy living in the small beach community that a friend had introduced me to. Right. And so I lived there for 4 years pursuing enlightenment. I really wanted to know like what's the truth of this existence. Sure. I spent a lot of time meditating. I had a spiritual teacher and that took me down into the depths of my psyche where I discovered dark memories from childhood and did a lot of healing especially around my sexuality. And really grew into more of a passionate person. You know, my wow. part of this was really a sexual awakening because prior, when I was successful in my business, I realized I hadn't really been alive sexually. I mm. was really dull. And then this fire came up in me as I was living in Mexico and I started dancing salsa and, you know, just feeling really alive. And and then, uh, eventually, in my seeking enlightenment, I ran out of money, right, <laughs> <laughs> which forced me to engage again with people. Sure. And I I tried several iterations of different businesses, um, different themes. One, you know, human design. Yes. Another brand was around love, sex, genius, uh, and then about a year and a half ago during a meditation, I started hearing a voice speaking to me, dictating text. And I just started writing down what the voice was saying. And day after day, what revealed itself was quite a beautiful book called Alchemy of Consciousness. Right. And so I wrote that book and published it uh, in December of 2019. Yeah. And then I've written almost all of the second book, Awaken to Your Starseed Mission. And now I'm currently just really doing everything I can to share these really beautiful messages coming from a higher consciousness to help guide us right now during these challenging times of, you know, what has been called the grand reorganization by the voice. Uh And so this global change that I think we're all witnessing now with the experiences of 2020. i not need to mention them, we all know what they are.
0: <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at now is, is sharing my writing and, and my books and, and getting these messages out into the world as much as I can, because they're very relevant to what we're going through and helpful for where I think humanity is needing to move.
0: You know what I find super interesting about this conversation is um, y- you've gone through a process that a lot of people are just entering into. like like at some point, you know uh, we were talking offline before like you've had a couple of really successful brands as a uh, independent service provider providing coaching services and, and what have you. you. you've had some real real successes by every measure uh you know um and you've made a conscious choice to go on a path uh right before this disruption so it's it's just so interesting that here we are talking about uh, a grand reorganization and how we have to carry ourselves and why energy is so integral to that it's just it's really interesting to me that you're just sort of stepping into that at the exact moment that it's needed
1: yeah absolutely and it's been so mystical for me going through the experience to, you know, because along the way there were many times where I was in Mexico and my business had dissolved and I was basically living in poverty and (laughs) seeking my truth, but thinking part of the time, like, am I crazy? You know, what, what am I doing? And why am I doing this? And, and then with the, you know, the channeling of these messages, there were a lot of doubts as well. You know, it wasn't until I started sharing the book with some of my friends to see, you know, is this even of any value to you? Does this relate in any way? Does this resonate? That I started to see that it was resonating on a really deep universal level. Right. And, you know, in 2019, the signs of the grand reorganization weren't as obvious as they were in 2020 right and so uh, i have never really been comfortable with prophecy okay. and so so part of the book is a little bit prophetic with seeing the coming changes that we're likely to be facing as as a you know as a human family and so it you know it has been challenging to have the faith yes to listen to my own inner conviction and what i feel is true in my being right and then to step out into the world with that boldly which i have done and sure. and i see that time that i've been in mexico as building my muscle of trust because i did have you know kind of these initiations where sure. you know during my meditations and i did kind of crazy things like I meditated on the side of a mountain in Mexico alone for four months. You know, I would meditate. I'd go once a week, walk into the local town and buy food. And, you know, my inner voice would say, your eyes don't like wearing glasses anymore. And your eyes don't like looking at screens. And so I went for four months without glasses um, and looking minimally at computers. And I have very poor vision. So I'd be like walking around walking to town and there's a cow like four feet from me and then all of a sudden I notice it because I have poor <laughs> <four> vision. <laughs> I mean, and so I followed my inner voice. It's like, okay, if my eyes want to break from glasses, I'll try it, you know? Um, and the voice told me to cut my hair off. I have beautiful curly hair. If you, if you get to see a photo of me and yeah. that was part of my identity and my feeling of attractiveness. And, you know, I cut all my hair off, despite my ego self not wanting to. Mm -hmm. Um, The voice woke me up in the middle of the night and said, go to the beach. And kind of gave me an image of where to go. And I was just like, are you kidding me? It's like 3 a.m. The last thing I want to do is pack a beach bag, ride across the field on my bike where I'm likely to have dogs chase after me and then like go to this place on the beach. And, and then I, you know, but I did it. I got up and I went and I saw the most incredible light show of bioluminescence. Right. That was just at this one specific part of the beach where I was guided to go. Yeah. And so I just had all these experiences of following my inner guidance and having undeniably magical, mystical experiences that has made me strong in my faith right and conviction that you know what comes to me I can tell what's true and I can I can tell what isn't or I can at least for me and I'm you know my job is just to stand in what I know is true. Sure. And it's okay if that doesn't resonate as true for someone else.
0: Um, Just the way you expressed the experience that you had as kind of a building the muscle or building your, you know, your fortitude, however you expressed it. Um, You know, I I just think it's such an important message because I I know that uh, so many of us now uh, with, you know, what's the, 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 what's happening in the world has accelerated a lot of things forward 10 years. And so, or maybe even more. And so there's a lot of us who are, stepping into, you know, having some kind of a, an enterprise where we help people. And, um, you know, what often happens when that happens, it's very overwhelming, as you know, from doing a long time ago, uh, starting doing that a long time ago. And you start wanting to, you start buying into the idea that you have to hit a home run right away. And, um, you know, I think one of the most important things it's, We talked earlier about the currency of energy being something that's really important going forward. Uh, You also have to trust yourself and listen to your intuition. And those are some of the most important things. Um, I just think that the zone that you're occupying is just so important in life today. Yeah.
1: Thank you, yeah, I, I do feel that. And I believe that that's what a lot of people want as well.
0: Yeah, I agree. I was looking at some of the, the, the chapter in the book, um, uh, about the grand reorganization. And there's a, there's some, there's these six uh, things that are core to that particular chapter, um, uh, about, you know, it no, one number one is that it no longer, some considerations that will begin to make things obvious. You say in that chapter that it will no longer make sense to live in cities, uh, which is interesting. Um, that you, number three, is that you must let go of those who aren't. Um, but I think, like, one that really caught my attention is number two that you must align yourself with others who are in a similar vibration of creation to you. And so, tell me more about that one because that's super interesting.
1: Hmm. One of the things about the grand reorganization is a movement away from dependence on the the large collective structures that we've grown dependent on, right, for our safety and security, Got it. such as the government, healthcare, and a movement more towards being able to really care for ourselves on this planet. Sure. And in order to do that, we simply can't do that alone. <laughs> we have to,
0: right.
1: we really need to collaborate and we need to collaborate with people who who are on the same page, basically. Right. And so what, what I have been looking for, basically, since I received the message about the grand reorganization is who are my soul family? Who are my people that I can really trust and rely on that, that have a similar vision of what they want to create on this world and that we want to do it together or at least side by side. And so, you know, as a part of that, it it has been really quick in discerning. I think that things are accelerating and I've been seeing that the relationships I'm building are either really sticking or falling away. Right. Quite quickly and obviously. And that has been hard. And I think this is a thing that really can keep people stuck from following their truth is mm-hmm. that they have aligned themselves or allied themselves in loyalty with someone who has different values at this time. Right. They might have had the same values when they first met, but now. It's quite. It's becoming more and more obvious and there's a divide, you know. Some people are clinging to the past and the old ways and not wanting to adapt and change. And some people are very aware that it's necessary to adapt and change and they're wanting to sort of ride this wave of change and momentum. Mm -hmm. And so it's the metaphor of catching a wave is really kind of the perfect metaphor because if you're surfing and you're waiting for a wave and you have someone next to you and you want to stay together, the only way to stay together is for both of you to catch the wave. You can't catch a wave and stay in the same spot at the same time. Right. And so in our (laughs) relationships right now, you know, the, people in your life are either going to get on the wave with you or they're not. And if they're not going to get on the wave and you decide, you're basically deciding, am I going to get on the wave or not? Because if I want to stay with this person, I have to stay off the wave.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah, no. Um, I love that metaphor. Um, you even just, you got me thinking there for a minute. Uh, now, One of the things that I love to talk about, and we talked about this offline is, uh, this topic of resistance. And I think it relates to what we're talking about here, because I think when there's any times of great change or shifts in the world, even small shifts in our lives, um, you know, we may want something and we, we, uh, we have this, uh, resistance and that means different things to different people. Um, I actually, uh. And, and I, I don't wanna sort of presuppose what it means to you. So I'm just curious, like, what is your relationship to the idea of resistance in terms of how you speak uh, to your clients or to speak to people?
1: Well, a couple things come to mind. Yeah. One thing I'd just love to share, which I feel is kind of a miracle that I think other people might benefit from knowing about, is that I have had a lot of resistance putting myself out there online over the years. And that resistance 100% has disappeared with having these beautiful messages to share and knowing the importance and relevance of them and, and knowing in my bones that they aren't from me or like from my ego self that it's not my own agenda to share these messages, but it's my role and my service. And right. having that connection to the higher power, I guess you could say, sure. of, of being here um, as a guardian of those messages and as an emissary, that has changed everything for me as, in terms of resistance to putting myself out into the public eye. And I have done that really boldly, you know, I haven't, you know, I've been really sharing stuff that for me before would have been way too vulnerable to share through my YouTube channel, but I'm sharing it, you know, without hesitation. And I would say that's a miracle.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I love that. And, and, um, and I, and I, I think that uh, we were talking about your YouTube channel offline as well. So tell me about that. Uh, it, it, the, the channel is Karen McMullen.
1: Yes. On yeah. YouTube. Yeah. Uh, well, I had a lot of fun when I finished writing my book and I had actually published it and realized that I didn't have an audience for the mm-hmm. book and I didn't really want to do a launch. So I started researching the best ways to, you know, make myself known in the world. And sure. now, now I know about podcasts. I didn't used to listen to podcasts. I think they're a great way. Yeah. And and yeah what I found was uh was YouTube and I I had a couple funny experiences where I had met a young man through my salsa dancing who he made a viral video about looking for elves in Mexico. Okay. And cool. And <laughs> and then he built a whole YouTube channel around this one video that was driving traffic to him So, he has a channel where he makes videos every week about looking for elves. Wow. And he makes a full time living from just posting those videos and having the ad revenue. Right. And he just lives his life. Wow. I thought that was pretty impressive. And that kind of caught my attention about the power of YouTube to drive passive traffic. Right. And, and then I met another woman who was a, or I came across a channel of a, a woman who is a channeler and she had built this really loyal following who, although she doesn't have a ton of subscribers, she, her subscribers are so loyal and she's so consistent that she has had a lot of success, even with the membership program that she launched. And so mm-hmm. that really showed me the power of YouTube. And I also had one video that was picked up by the search, a human design video. And so that video gets uh, about 300 views a a month right now. Oh wow, Uh, that's cool. So that's like a 300 person speaking engagement every single month. Um, That's a great way to think about it, wow, yeah. Yeah, like every day I have a 70 to 100 person speaking engagement that just happens passively you know, similar to podcasts, but the, the YouTube, YouTube is such a powerful search engine. And then there's, you know, there's amazing tools like TubeBuddy is the one I use that allow you to uh, search the keywords and discover um, what people are actually looking for. Right. And, and then you can align, you know, in my case, I don't compromise my content. Like I'm not just, Creating videos that people want to watch. I'm sure. I'm creating the messages that are coming to me and through me, but I am also aware and tailoring the keywords to how to meet what what people who might be looking for my content would be also searching for. So, mm-hmm. it's I'm just starting. I've only been doing it for I think eight months and nine months, um, but already I've seen a lot of kind of amazing things happening right. through my channel, even though it's still quite small.
0: Yeah, I I love that too, because there's a lesson in there about, um, you know, there's a a lesson in reinvention of yourself, but there's also a lesson in, um, I think a lot of us look at some of the options in front of us to grow our businesses, you know, when we're we're doing online things, and we get stuck just kind of going into our man cave or woman cave, whatever you want to call it, and thinking about it. You know, it's kind of like that scene where Winnie the Pooh sits in a log bonking his head going, think, think, think. And so I, I, I love it that you just stepping into this. And as you say, with your metaphor about having a speaking gig every day with 70 to hundred people showing up, um, that's pretty darn cool that you just stepped into that. I love that. Um, yeah, so, it
1: is, it is cool. It's very magical.
0: Yeah, I love it. Um, and so, uh, I, I I definitely want to slip this question in, Karen, because I think like your journey is so interesting to people. And um, I think people are going to really love having the uh, learning more about you and going to your, to, uh, to, to learn more about you. And so I, I want to slip this in before I forget it's you guys should go to Karen McMullen.ca. Uh, and so that's M C M U L L E N.ca. We'll have it in the show notes. And uh, she's got a free gift there, which is a chapter from the book we're just talking about. And uh, I think you'll love it. So go there for sure. Get that download. And uh, I did want to ask you, Karen, like I I typically ask my guests, you know, and all the things that you've learned, and you have such a depth of experience in business, um, you know, all different sides of business. So what is your number one insight that you've learned in all your trials and tribulations, what's the number one insight you'd like to leave people with?
1: My hope for people, and especially nowadays, because I think the time is calling for it, is that they become a channel in, in their own way, not that they have to channel a book or channel a message, but the idea of being able to quiet the mind and let go of your personality, egoic self and all the fears and desires and um, wants and needs that you have, even just for a moment, well, on a daily basis and, and to allow to pour through you a greater consciousness. I feel like that's the main thing because as I have done that, well, first of all, there's a cleaning out process that happens Mm -hmm. where when you start to quiet your mind and let go and soften the personality, that's when all of your conditioning comes up. And, you know, in my case, I realized wow, all of this kind of successful persona was really just ingrained in me from my family. And that's what has kept me feeling worthy. But Got it. there's something else beyond that that is Karen as an essential self. And so the more that I just allowed that deconditioning process to take place, my essential self has come through much more purely of agenda. Mm-hmm. And then also I have been able to become more of an instrument for service of, you know, where is my place in this planet? What is my role? And and how do I serve? What do, How do I show up? And all of that has just happened naturally as a byproduct of opening to and surrendering my personality self to a greater consciousness. And so I think if, if we all did that, then we would function like cells in a body, you know, one cell, not just doing what it wants, disregarding the whole, but doing what it wants, knowing its function within the whole and in harmony with the whole.
0: Well, uh, you know, I think uh, this episode today has just been a, a real gift to me. So I, I just wanted to thank you so much for for being here today, Karen. Uh, I mean, it's fun to catch up with you as, you know, a friend and getting caught up. But I think that the insights that you've given people today are just incredible. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very grateful that you're here today with us. So thank you. Oh,
1: you're so welcome. Thank you so much for sharing your platform with me and allowing me to share my message is so fulfilling. <laughs> I just feel so grateful and I hope everyone that's listening. Oh, I just feel the love. <laughs>
0: Thank you, Karen. Oh my gosh. Um, so I, 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 again, guys, I just, this has been such a fantastic episode. Um, Karen, I'm, I'm in a huge gratitude for Karen being here on the show today. And so um, I wanted to make sure that, again, that you go and look at the show notes below, go and check out karenmcmullen.ca and get your chapter of um, Alchemy of Consciousness, uh, talking about the grand reorganization. It's a really important read in these times that we're living in today. And I uh, just wanted to thank Karen so much for being on the show today. And so um, with that, I will say to you all, uh, once again, thank you for coming to our show today. Welcome. To, thank you for coming to Off My Duff. The Entrepreneur Podcast. And as you go into the world to make your impact, remember this teach what you love, live from your truth. I'm Duff Gardner. I'll see you next time. Hey, everyone, I'm Duff Gardner, and you've been listening to my show, Off My Duff, The Entrepreneur Podcast, where we're all about getting off your backside and making your impact by living your truth. If you're like me and you're an entrepreneur with a heart to help others, you need an offer that sells. An offer that sells helps you get traction with your business. More sales, more clients, more gigs, more fans, and more deals, period. And here's what I believe. Your offer is the purest expression of your truth. So that's why I've created a free ebook, Offers That Sell, the Eight Step Revenue Breakthrough System. Simply go to offersthatsell.com forward slash book to grab your free copy, and you can even follow it up with a chat with me, should you wish. It's been wonderful to have you here with us today. And as you get off your backside to make your impact on the world, remember one thing, teach what you love, live from your truth. I'm Duff Gardner. See you next time. Bye now.